So we're trying a new thing um, that's an old thing, which is, I think, how the church always works. Um, apparently, I read in that yellow book about the history of this church that um, in the 50s, I believe, um, someone noticed that there was time between the 8 o'clock and the 11 o'clock, I believe it was Wilson Sneed, who said there's some time and we could do a family service in between. And this church has been struggling to figure out how to make that schedule work since then. Um, it's a really good idea. I agree with Mr. Sneed in the 1950s that there's some time in here. So what we're gonna do, and I'm talking a little bit about it now because it's not gonna quite work out the way we want today because it's the first day and we're online and, um, and we're in the middle of COVID. But the idea is that we can do something tight and straightforward that speaks to families with small children and that makes a lot of space for children. But if this is any li anything like anywhere else I've been that does this, this becomes a service everybody wants to come to because it's full of kids, it's so fun. And all of us are okay as we are, whoever we are in this service. So the point is to be straightforward um, and clear and teaching in this service. So sit where you want, be comfortable, and when we're a little bit further away from this kind of point in the virus, this would be the time in the service where we invite kids to come forward and be with us and sit on the steps, be where you need to be, um, and we would talk to them. And we would talk to the rest of you sitting in the pews through them, which is a skill that we will develop here together. Now, I'm not going to do that today because that's not safe. Um, and it looks like for the foreseeable future, we'll have times when it's safe and not safe, and we'll do that as we can. And also at the altar at the time of communion, when it's safe, we'll invite kids to come up and people that want to bring kids up to be close. Um, and we, we can't do that this week. So there are a couple of pieces we can't quite do, um, but the, the service makes a little bit more sense when we do get to do that. Today we celebrate the baptism of our Lord. So if it was a regular, if this, if we, if this was what we wanted, I'd be sitting on the ground with a bunch of kids, and there's a font right there. That's where you do it, right? And baptism has to do with the stuff you're made of, with who you are. The reading says, because you are precious in my sight and honored, I love you. Isaiah says that. Isaiah is not the nicest guy in Isaiah. Right? Remember, some of the older people in the room can tell some of the younger people about Isaiah. Isaiah can be pretty grim. But in today's reading, Isaiah says this. Isaiah says that God tells him to say this. It's what the reading says. But Isaiah says, Because you are precious in my sight and honored, I love you, as the message from God to us. Today, the church remembers Jesus' baptism and has this reading assigned for it. Now, is there anyone in here that remembers their baptism? Anyone? Yeah, some of you? It's, it's rare in the Episcopal Church to find anyone that does. I don't. I have a card that says it happened. Yeah, some of, some of you do, though. I see some of your heads nodding, right? Is there anyone here who was baptized here? Anyone? There's some back there. Yeah, in this font, right? Yeah. So Jesus was baptized in a river by his cousin. So a little bit differently than we do it here. Anyone ever been to a river? Yeah, okay. That's, so there you are in your mind. Anyone have a cousin? Yeah, anyone have a cousin kind of close to your age? Yep. You remember what that relationship was like? That, a cousin close to your age? At least for me and my family, those ones a little bit older, I always wanted to be like them. And we always got in a lot of trouble together when we were kids, is what I remember. 
That's kind of what happens here. Jesus is baptized in a river by a relative, a relative to whom many people are drawn. Baptism is how the church reminds itself, so this is all of us, who we are. Baptism, like the Eucharist, like communion, calls us home to God. And that's what we do in baptism. We remember who we are together, who you are, who the baptized are to be, and where our home is. So we read in Isaiah today that God loves us and is always with us. To be really clear about that, God loves you and is always with you. Always. There is nothing you can do, God says. Nothing anyone else can do, we read in Isaiah, that separates you from God. Nothing. God seeks you out and redeems you, it says in Isaiah. God will find us. Redeem is the, world, is the word that they use for when you turn an empty glass bottle or aluminum can into a recycling center. In New York, those are called redemption centers. Redeem is the word on the bottom of your bottle. It's the only place most of us ever see that word. And that's actually kind of what it means, right? That when you take that bottle back, you're getting the value of the bottle itself back, the material, the stuff. You are returned to yourself, to your material, to your stuff, what you were made to be over and over, our whole lives. God can wait and will wait and redeems us. So church, remember that God has made you for love, to love and loves you as you are, not as you have been told good is, not different than you, as you. Whatever your struggles will be in this life, God is with you, God is with us, and we will be with you as the church because we want to be with God. Amen.